What's up, you guys? It's Idallas here, and you're listening to Idallas Facts and Answers. All right, you guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Um, I'm here today, March 4th, 2022, recording last minute again. Um, if you guys know anything honestly from me, I'm I'm not too good at this whole podcast thing. Um, I am learning, I am growing, and I'm having so much fun doing it that I just don't want to stop ever. Um, also, if you are listening to me now, that means you have heard my little pre-message earlier this morning, letting you guys know that I wasn't able to upload right away just because I had some family things to do. Uh, I did, and I accomplished those, and they're done, and I'm here with you guys, talking with you guys. Um, Podcast Book Club is still on today. Do not get it twisted. I'm still promising you guys chapters two, three, and four. Um, let's, let's say this, you guys. I did not finish chapter four. I haven't even begun chapter four. Um, but we're going to go through it throughout the podcast. And I want you to guys know that because I'm just winging it pretty much this season with Podcast Book Club, that uh, my Podcast Book Club episodes are going to be, well, I'm attempting to try to make them more, uh, not necessarily serious, just well more, uh, more well maintained. My words were starting to mumble up, so I had to, like, slow my mind down. Um, but, yeah, so I want them to be, like, more well-maintained, um, straightforward, if you will. I want to get to the point, um, and not even just with Podcast Book Club, with my podcast in general. Um, I know I have a habit of just talking about one thing and then going off to another story and then coming back to the next story um, or talking to the next or you know, Speaking of the same story, and it's just a whole roller coaster with me. I don't want my podcast to be like this forever, so I'm working on it. And I thank you if you are listening to me. Um, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me. And I promise you, excuse me, because I want to get better for myself, honestly, um, and obviously make this into a career, more so of a hobby for me. But if I can do it career-wise, and it still be a hobby, that would just mean the world to me. So I'm still learning and I'm still growing. Um, so yeah, if you heard my little message earlier, that means you are here and you're listening. Um, so let's get into it, you guys. There, I also said in my message before that there was some things I wanted to talk to you about because um, I just had some things to talk to you about. Um, Basically, what I want to talk about is love is blind. Love is blind. We're going to get into Podcast Book Club. Don't you worry. Um, we still have more than enough time. Um, but yes, love is blind. So last night at 3 a.m., which was, you know, the beginning of March 4th, today's date, uh, Love is Blind dropped on Netflix as far as the reunion goes. And... Um, I'm watching it, so I'm 23 minutes in and 41 seconds, and basically, 
what's his name? Abshake? Abshak? I don't know how to say his name. Um, they call him Shake for sure, I guess. He is a wild man, let me tell you. Uh, wild might not be a great word, but he is hilarious. And it's not a good hilarious. Um, I'm only in just the beginning, so he's he hasn't gotten too wild yet. But if you're anything like me, you've already seen uh, the Little Love is Blind reunion snippet that came out a few days ago where he was just saying like, oh yeah, all you women are beautiful, but I prefer Nick Lachey's wife, pretty much. Uh, that's what I'm talking about today. So I haven't gotten to that snippet yet that I've seen literally two days ago, but um, I'm 23 minutes and 41 seconds in, and from the beginning, he seems to be sober, he seems to be fine, he seems to be focused. Uh, but I don't know why he's talking like that. Like, he did not seem like that person throughout the show. And I know the show gets edited. But they must have edited him really good because this reunion, he's just talking out of his ass and sticking more foot, you know, feet in his mouth. And just, he's wild and he's crazy. And I think that he should definitely get a publicist or somebody that just, like, tells him to, like, not say anything. Because he's just making an ass about it, out of himself. And just like Shayna was saying, um, I hope you guys watch the reunion. If not, this is a big spoiler alert. Um, but, you know, Shayna went on to say, um, just like, to Deep D, that like, yo, don't even, you know, focus on what he's saying. Just ignore him. Let it happen. He's going to say and do what he wants to say. And he just wants to be lit. Like, he just wants to be known. He thinks he's going to get a lot of girls after this. And guess what? He might. But we're not here for that. So um, she wasn't saying that, like, to the group. But that's just what I'm saying. But Shayna did let Deep D know, like, yo, just let him do him. He's going to do whatever. Like, don't tell him anything. Like, this chick guy is pretty crazy. Um, watching it, I've noticed that Shane is very anxious. He's very nervous. He's very awkward. Um, and I mean, I feel like that's normal for anybody. But um, I don't know. He's just, I, I guess he's he has ADHD. I don't want to diagnose that on him. I don't know him. And, you know, I apologize if that hurts anyone's feelings. That's not my intention. But he's just fidgety. I guess that's a way more better word to use. Um, but yeah, he's just like fidgety and he's anxious and he's just like, dude, like, I don't know. I feel like when he gets fidgety, he starts to get angry um, or annoyed. And it's just like, dude, like you have that right. You have that say, but it's just like, chill out for a second. Like no one is attacking you. It's just that we're telling you maybe the truth that you know already and you just don't want to take it and it's just like work on yourself dude <laughs> yes you guys so i actually just paused uh love is blind to come and talk to you guys get this episode out for you guys i told you guys too so that is the plan let's be real <laughs> um so you guys 
before I get into podcast book club again, I just want to say this. Um, I recently joined a Facebook group that is on, not that's on, but it's, um, I can't think, it's an anchor.fm Facebook group, pretty much. And it's really cool. I haven't gotten to really, thank you, Truck. I haven't gotten really, I haven't really gotten a chance to check out the Facebook group. I have seen some cool things posted. Um, I've read their, you know, their rules and stuff that all these groups have nowadays. And uh, it's pretty cool. Um, more on that when I learn more about it. I just wanted to let you guys know, like, this Facebook group is, it hopefully it's going to just truly help me because I there's so much on there. People have been podcasting way longer than I have and just using Anchor's platform. So I'm just interested to learn more about Anchor um, and their features and how things work. And I'm, I'm really ready to do this, you guys. Like, once I get financially stable again and I'm on my feet, like, I just can't wait to get my podcast equipment. Like, I need to upgrade my, upgrade my MacBook Air. Like, the one I have is works perfectly but let's be real I need a new one well I want a new one um I have I have podcast equipment already honestly but Anthony's going to be podcasting with me shortly that is TMI not even really TMI but I didn't want to tell you guys until it was set in stone but Anthony and I will be podcasting not necessarily together or on our own podcast. I'm not even going to speak on that, but um, I have bought Anthony podcast equipment and he doesn't use it. I don't even use it. Um, it's, it's super crazy because uh, he was going to hook up my, or hook up the podcast equipment that I got him uh, a few weeks back, but for me, so I can just record on my laptop and it sound more professional and stuff like that. And he started to set it up, and we got it set up, and it was cool, but then the microphone wasn't working, and then he was telling me I needed, like, a podcast software program or something for the mic to work, and I'm just like, great. So, it actually it actually sat on our um, table in our living room, like, the microphone equipment and stuff, um, for a few days, and then we had to take it down because we had to... We had to have maintenance come into our house, and we had to clean up our house and stuff. So it was just a lot, and then that never got carried out. So that sucks. We still have the podcast equipment, and um, I plan to use it. And now we're going to need another set because eventually Anthony will need, well, you know, I bought it for him, but he doesn't use it. And I have a feeling I'm just going to use the one I bought for him. So I'm going to have to buy him another microphone. from Amazon. I know exactly where I got it. Um, I already have Beats headphones. I don't know how it's going to work with the podcast microphone situation that I have set up. Um, Anthony's going to need Beats headphones or some form of headphones for the podcast. So I'm I'm really anxious and really started or really anxious to get started on my podcast and all this other stuff. Um, so yeah, you guys just wait. Um, there's not really much I want to tell you guys, so we're going to take a quick break, 
you know, let you listen to a little interlude of some sort, and we'll be right back. All right, you guys, welcome back. So I want to say I'm getting better at recording on my laptop, on the Chrome browser, recording a 30-minute podcast session. Uh, The great thing about uh, recording on your laptop is they tell you 30 minutes, but I don't know if you guys realize, but my last episode was at least 40 minutes. Um, So... What I've learned is you can go over 30 minutes on anchor.fm on your browser, on your browser, browser, wow, (laughs) on your Chrome browser. What is up with me? Um, I realized that you can definitely record over 30 minutes. It just can't be consistently. Um, So, you know, I wouldn't go to like 45, 50 minutes because I don't know if it's actually going to upload. I don't know if you guys are actually going to hear it. Um, they don't explain to you what that is. It just says, heads up, you can record for up to 30 minutes in your web browser. If you like to record for longer, you can use any app on your computer and then upload the file. So that is most definitely another way. I don't want to start uploading um, files and whatnot. I feel like I will do that if I have to or if I get to that point. But right now, like, there's just no point for me to do that. Um, but yeah, I just want to let you guys know I'm getting better at <laughs> recording um, using the Chrome browser. Uh, I'm 12 minutes in, and the great thing is, is we're going to have more than enough time for a podcast with them. So let's get into it. Starting with chapter two, my foot is falling asleep. Um, I'm taking Lonnie's book cover off. I really hate to do that with books just because I know under the book covers, like it's just plain and bland and, you know, sometimes authors just don't do anything with it. But I don't want you guys to hear the whole paper and stuff. Like that's just, you know. Um, anyways, I'm, I'm ranting. Chapter two, where we picked off. Um, chapter two is called Good People and One Bad Santa. You guys, let me tell you, I read this chapter and I absolutely was just like, wow. Like, I I got very emotional. My eyes got very teary-eyed. I'm sorry. I need to, um, like, lay down of some sort. Because, like, my feet are falling asleep and I don't know what to do. Um, it's very unfortunate that I have a couch in my living room. It's a pleather couch. It's peeling like crazy. It looks disgusting. Um, And it's just super low. And there's nothing I can do about that. So we just literally sit and lay on a peeling pleather couch. Um, But anyways, it's just super low. Um, Not good for your hips. It's just really bad. Anyways. Probably like lay down. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, anyways, <laughs> chapter two is called Good People and One Bad Santa. Like I was saying, when I read this, I was like, I was getting emotional just because uh, she tells a real story. You know what I'm saying? It's her story. It's about her. It's her history. It's her memory. So 
um, the things that she was mentioning are worth, I can't talk. The things that she was mentioning were uh, pretty sad. I didn't get a chance to highlight certain things. So what I'm going to do is just um, give you the whole gist of chapter two. So chapter two is good people and one bad Santa. So basically chapter two goes into Lonnie having a babysitter who was a Jehovah's Witness named Mrs. Brooks. And she, according to her mother, was Lonnie's babysitter because the government was paid was paying Mrs. Brooks to be pretty much Lonnie's guardian and you know, just to babysit her, watch her, and teach her whatever. Um, so Lonnie was saying that Mrs. Brooks was telling her, like, yeah, so you're listening, you and all these other people listening to that kind of music, it's Satan's music, you shouldn't be listening to that, and um, there is one quote that I wanted to read you guys, um, that I didn't highlight, but I have it right here in front of me. Um, okay. So this is a scripture that Lonnie remembered Mrs. Brooks saying to her about the music being played. Um, as far as the music that was being played, I'm not going to play for you guys today, but uh, the song is called Let's Stay Together by Al Green. Um, I'm pretty sure we all heard that. I'm not going to sing that and embarrass myself. I am 26 years old, and I know that song. So I feel like if you look up Let's Stay Together, All Green, Al Green, you'll know uh, who I'm talking about. <laughs> I was going to sing it, too, because I literally know that song. Um, okay, so the scripture is recited. Quote, let sexual immortality and every sort of uncleanness or greediness not even be mentioned among you. It's right there in the Bible, Lonnie. Ephesians 5 colon 3. Right? Is it colon? Yeah, colon 3. Then she grabbed me by my hand and continued to pull me along. So, I don't know what that means. So if you know what that means, <laughs> tell me. No, I get I get the gist of it, honestly. But um, that's just part of um, my mind is thinking. So sorry. That is part of chapter two. Um, it goes on for mine to say chapter two is actually okay. So yeah, chapter two is actually very kind of boring, not something to really talk about on the podcast, but I do want to go over some things just to see where you guys are at, what you're thinking, and what I thought reading, you know, this chapter as well. Um, so Lonnie discusses Mrs. Brooks, and Mrs. Brooks was her babysitter. Um, Lonnie says, you never forget the first person who teaches you how to be kind. 
To this day, I try to follow Mrs. Brooks' example and do my best to care for people in crisis, even when they aren't wearing pants. So, um, that's another thing that was very vague, but that's just because I wanted to also talk to you guys about that page on page 30. Um, when Lonnie says, you never forget the first person who teaches you how to be kind. So obviously Mrs. Brooks was the one to teach her kindness. She goes into how Mrs. Brooks was in her life and, you know, how her mom treated her and how her mom wasn't really there. And she goes into how she stole for the first time from her mom. And it, it's just insane. As far as when Lonnie says, I try to follow Mrs. Brooks' example and do my best to care for people in crisis, even when they aren't wearing pants. So on page 30 or page 29, Lonnie tells a story of her and Mrs. Brooks, and Mrs. Brooks is a Jehovah Witness. So uh, Mrs. Brooks was traveling in rain, sleet, hail, uh, super hot weather to people's homes to see if they would be interested in you know, the Jehovah Witness and whatever they try to sell to you. Um, Lonnie goes on to say, like, one time Mrs. Brooks took me to this man's house in a different building, and he didn't see Lonnie. Lonnie was seven years old at the time, and this guy had no pants on. Um, from what I read, he had pants on, but, like, his PP area was out, and Lonnie was just saying, that was the first time I've ever seen a dingling. Like, I've never seen that. I never knew what it was. And, um, you know, the guy opened the door and was just like, hey, church lady. <laughs> and he was just saying, like, you want some of this? And, like, grabbing his junk and stuff like that. So then uh, eventually when he peeped, Lonnie standing there with Mrs. Brooks, uh, he obviously covered up his junk and was, you know, mad at Mrs. Brooks and was just like, look, you don't bring the little kid here. Like, that's just weird. And then you're knocking on people's doors. Like, that's just weird, too. So that was, that was uh, page 30, chapter 2. Um, so Lonnie talks about how poor she was as well in chapter 2. And she talks about Christmas and how her Christmas did not turn out as planned when she was like seven or eight years old. Um, Lonnie goes on to say, even though mama had government help paying for Mrs. Brooks, babysitting slash converting service, basically, um, somehow we were still poor as hell. I'm not talking about skip the yearly vacation or cut back on students or cut back on Starbucks broke. I mean, the kind of pour where you open the fridge and there's nothing on the shelves but a bottle of off-brand ketchup and a half of a loaf of old bread, and that's what's for dinner. Um, yeah, reading that was just, like, insane to me. Um, I had to take a step back, and I had to realize that I needed to be more humble and more grateful for the life that I've lived. Um, because obviously Lonnie Love is older than me, and, um, you know, she's gotten past that and stuff like that. She's still gone through that, and um, throughout her book, she does start to say, like, 
it still affects her. You know, when Christmas comes around, it still affects her. And we'll get into that a little bit more in season three and how Christmas still affects her now in her 50 age. Like, I think that, like, you know, just her, she's in her 50s, so she's just saying, like, that still affects me to this day. Um, okay. Page 35. Um, Mommy says, I'm sure every kid raised by a single parent has a story about a Christmas or birthday disappointment. I hope you guys do because I do. <laughs> um, Lonnie continues. You know the stories where they're where they are sitting by the window for hours waiting for some deadbeat who never shows up. The details don't matter. It's the hurt feelings you never forget. All these years later, every time I think about those damn boys' undershirts, I get choked up. So, um, that wasn't chapter three, I'm sorry, this is chapter two, but she does go into it a little bit more in chapter, I mean, towards the end of chapter two, not chapter three, I apologize. Um, so basically, that little scripture that I read was basically Lonnie just talking about how, um, one Christmas year, Christmas is coming up shortly, and Lonnie's mom had set her brother down and Lonnie herself and was just like, look, so I work at the hospital. I'm not getting paid good money. They cut back my hours. So we can't have Christmas dinner and Christmas gifts at the same time. So Lonnie being young, eight years old and thinking, oh my gosh, we're not going to be able to eat. Her mom's just like, no, we're going to eat. Like, I bought a turkey already. We're going to do what we need to do for Christmas dinner. But just don't expect any Christmas tree. Or, you know, ex obviously no Christmas tree, no gifts. Like, don't expect that. Like, it's just not possible. Um, and not only that, Lonnie's mom tells her that Christmas Day, they're just sitting there bored doing whatever they do. Uh, it's a Christmas holiday for these parents. With the weather, I'm sure in Chicago you couldn't really go anywhere, anyways. Um, Lonnie was just saying how she also learned that Bruce, her brother, is basically her half brother because they don't share the same dad. So Lonnie learned that on that Christmas day, and uh, basically Bruce's dad came out of jail, I assume, or just from being wherever he was being. She didn't really specify that yet, and I feel like that's something I can keep doing it, telling you guys when I read to that point. Um, but basically, Bruce's dad comes in with a bunch of gifts for Bruce. Bruce isn't here for it, because he's 13 years old, turning 14, and his dad thinks he's like eight or nine, and it's just like, that's not even true. Um, Lonnie's upset at Bruce's dad because uh, Bruce knew Lonnie when she was a baby, pretty much, and he came to the house and didn't get her a gift. And because Lonnie started bursting out crying, he felt bad. And instead of giving T-shirts to Bruce that he originally got for his son, uh, he gave to Lonnie because you know she didn't have any gifts, she didn't have any of that. So that's why little. That's why about that. Lonnie says. All these years later, every time I think about those damn boys' undershirts, I get choked up. 
Um, but yeah, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to see my time here and we will continue. All right, you guys, we're putting up on time. Um, that was a pretty long segment for chapter two. Um, I'm just going to finish up chapter two a little bit. I'll continue chapter three, and then I see you guys next week for chapters four and five. Um, I'm not going to do chapter six yet until I know I can personally get there. Um, okay, so yeah. I was talking about Lonnie said, all these years later, every time I think about those damn boys under shirts, I get choked up. Not only was Lonnie seven, mind you, Lonnie was seven. When I'm, I'm about to read you something, Lonnie was seven. Lonnie goes on to say, people won't tell you this, but sometimes when you feel let down by some asshole who forgot your birthday, or by a, sh- by a shitty fake Santa who didn't bring you a gift, listen. That shitty fake Santa who didn't bring her a gift was Bruce's dad. And he's the one that gave her boys undershirts because he didn't have anything of her and he honestly didn't even think of her. Um, she continues on to say, um, it's actually a good thing. It means you expect people to do better. Thanks to Mrs. Brooks, even a seven-year-old, thanks to Mrs. Brooks, even as a seven-year-old, I knew what kind of, I knew what kindness and care looked like. Um, I apologize if you hear somebody laughing in the background. Uh, my neighbor is on some form of drug. I'm not going to name the drug because I truthfully don't know. But if you can hear him in the background, like once I pause or something, he's going to be laughing or saying some weird shit. And he's always standing outside his door in a robe. Um, sometimes he'll have a shirt off. Sometimes he'll have a shirt on. And he always has shorts on or something. It's just weird. Yeah. If you hear him now, he's yelling, hey. He does that all the time. And it's funny because I impersonate him when Anthony's here. Because I'll I'll start to say... I'll start to, like, mimic him pretty much. And then, like, he'll just stop. But, yeah, we have moments with this guy that... He just comes out of the house, clothes, with clothes on, sometimes with a robe on, with barely any clothes, and he's either drinking or drunk, or he's just high. Yeah. So it's just crazy. So I'm going to (laughs) pause. And I'm not going to pause. I'm going to actually continue. But if you hear him, I totally apologize. If not, just know that I have a crazy neighbor. He's not necessarily crazy. It's just he's on some. Let's just get that. Um. Anyways, Lonnie continues on. She says, as a sad Christmas was that year, I learned two important life lessons that day. Number one, feeling let down by someone's bad behavior is a healthy sign that you know your worth. And that's where I'm here to say, know your worth. Females, know your worth. Men, know your worth. Like, it's, life is too short to not know your worth because people are just screwing you over, fucking you over, and it's not okay. And that's, everyone's not screwing you or fucking you over. But there comes to a point where someone will, and you need to just know your worth because you don't want to have to constantly go through that through your life. 
I feel like if you're constantly going through that in life, you're not learning your lesson and you're not going to get anywhere. There's a difference between going through it in life at different occasions in your life, but you knowing your worth and you're putting a stop to it immediately once you recognize that. Um, in chapter two, Lonnie has a poor folks Santa Claus list, I'm assuming. Um, I'm not going to read into it. I'll read some of it. Um, Lonnie says, you know you're broke when St. Nick gives you this for free. Um, and I'll list a few. One, a pack of shoelaces with a note. That, that reads, you'll get the kicks next year. A McDonald's Happy Meal box filled with ketchup, packs, napkins, and a bologna sandwich. Your big brother's clothes wrapped in a gift paper. Um, a doctor's kit, quote unquote, made from band-aids and plastic vials that look just like the ones in the alley behind the playground. A pack of frozen chicken thighs. A personalized ankle monitor, crazy. Um, a can of Spam with a bow on top. A homemade card with $5 in food stamps inside. A carton of Newports. Oh my gosh, you guys. I remember when my mom found this Newports. So gross. I'm so happy she doesn't do that anymore. And I actually wound up did reading the whole list. So the last but not least is a toy that you swear went missing from your room last week. Um, I don't think I've ever been put in that position. I don't think I've been put in a position where... Somebody has stolen something from me, trying to replace it as a Christmas gift. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Um, I don't think I would let that happen to me, but then again, that's something I couldn't really control. Um, yeah. So, time is short here, you guys. But chapter three is called My Life of a Crime. Um, basically, the first page, Lonnie states that she had to pay for school lunch between the months of June and September. Like, she, um, if she said, between June and September, Mama was supposed to give me lunch money, but somehow she never seemed to remember. Instead, I had to fend for myself, which meant there were plenty of days I went hungry. Yeah, so between June and September, she had to pay for her school lunch. Um, obviously, school's out for July and August. Well, schooled out for June, July, and August, but you get out of June in most states. You get out of school in June in most states, um, and some states start in August, some states start in September, but um, she had to pay between June and September and all the other months. Uh, she was stating that she actually got free lunch. It was just like a public school thing that they did, and she said they're school food, which we, as we all know, which is nasty as hell. Um, my school lunch, there were days where shit was nasty, but Lonnie compares her lunch, school lunch food to, like, jail prison food. I've never been to jail or prison, so I have no idea. Um, I have seen TV shows, uh, real-life TV shows, where actual real prisoners are in, and I've seen their food, and it's disgusting, and I can only imagine. Um, but yeah, I don't really have a personal take on that just because I've never been in that position. Um, I had situations at school where uh, the school was not, the food wasn't always good, but 
uh, you found something there to eat. Um, and from what I get from Marnie's book, that wasn't really possible for her, so, uh, or anybody, honestly, but it's her book, so this is possible. Um, one more thing. Lonnie continues on to say that she realizes the change within her friends that she grew up with in a certain project area. Um, she realized that all of her other friends were eating. She's gone a certain amount of time, uh, weeks, even maybe a few months to not eating. And um, because she just didn't have the money. So she eventually starts stealing from her mom. And one time she stole, she stole from her mom, but she didn't know that it was not her mom's money. So her mom made her apologize to uh, a guy named Uncle Jim. Jerry or something like that, or Uncle Freddy. No, that's not Uncle Freddy. Uh, she basically lists certain friends who she would ask, like, okay, so where are you getting this money from? Like, how are you eating all of that? How do you have all this food? And her friends telling her, like, yo, I stole it from my mom's breast. I stole it from my mom's pocket, or I stole it from Uncle Freddy's um, parents' pocket, and it's right next to his food stamp card. Um, so she notices a change in some of her friends. Um, and then her friends were stealing. So then Lonnie was basically a late boomer because she didn't understand that her friends were eventually getting weekly allowances. And even if they weren't getting a weekly allowance, her friends, um, if you could call them that, were stealing from certain family members to get their money because they too were starving and even if they weren't starving as much as her they were stealing regardless and she was seeing them up at the store and buying in and all these things um i like this so lonnie continues on to say some well this is what i'm saying lonnie basically said some women today steal or no she didn't say that lonnie said i'm reading my side now. i don't know why i did that lonnie said if mama wasn't going to feed me, I was going to have to get money from some kind of way. I had nothing to lose but my empty belly. Um, and I remember reading this page and uh, Lonnie asking someone, like, where did you get this money? And they're like, oh, my mom's food. <laughs> and I'm just, I started, I didn't start laughing, but I started smiling because it's hilarious. Like, to this day, my mom keeps certain shit in her bra and her boob. And she used to do it all shit time when I was younger. Um, but now she doesn't do it as much. She still does it now, just not as much. Um, but I started smiling because it's like so true. I know so many, not so many women, but I do know quite a few women, young and old, to still store, whether it be their phone or some type of money in their wall. And I, you know, Lonnie writes it as, you know, the little kids say, oh, they were hiding it in their wall. I wouldn't necessarily consider it hiding. I feel like it's certain circumstances women do put things in their bras to quote unquote hide it but as far as money goes and stuff like that like I think it's just a normal thing now like you either do it or you don't and if you do put things in there no one's knowing unless you tell them <laughs> um also there's going to be a question after after this so if you listen that this far I appreciate you thank you so much um, I'm about to ask you guys a question before I end this podcast, and I hope you enjoy it. Um, I know I'm super late uploading, but this 
is for you guys. The question is, do some women or do women today still hide things in their bra? I want to know. I don't personally do it. I put my phone in my boob, bra, whatever you want to call it, um, when I have too much stuff in my hand. I don't do it intentionally. I don't do it um, on purposely. I mean, I guess you could say I do it intentionally in the sense of, like, I have too much in my hand, but I'm not doing it like, ooh, radiation, let me put my phone in my bra. Um, so that's just a question I want to know. It's different. It's weird. It's random. If you're not a guy, you can answer this question. Um, but if you're a woman listening, let me know. If you know someone, if you do it, if you know someone who did it and they stopped doing it, uh, let me know because that's an interesting thing. Uh, last but not least, uh, Lonnie, when she stole from the first time from her mom, she was able to get a little Debbie Swiss roll and a Dr. Pepper. And she bought it for herself for lunch. And she was very excited. Honestly, I love Swiss rolls. So I'm going to end it there. <laughs> I don't have any Swiss rolls right now to eat, unfortunately. But I love Swiss rolls. My great grandma passed away this month in March last year. So I mean, she got to peace. Um, but she put me on to those Swiss rolls, man. I love Swiss rolls. All right, you guys. I'm going to continue up Chapter 3 next week. We don't have that much to go. So definitely stay tuned for Chapters 4 or 5. And if we go into chapter six during the podcast episode, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this. I want this to upload. I'm going to cut my time, and I love you guys. Um, I know you don't know me, but you will, and you'll love me too, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But all right, you guys, happy March 4th. Enjoy Love is Blind. I'm about to finish the rest of the reunion and the rest of my Friday, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.